Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze ya, Josh Squared, yeah. Radio, boys and girls, we're back. We're back again. It's uh, the first uh, day of winter, Doofy, and boy, oh boy, I'm feeling it. Yes, we are. We're actually pumping out eps, though, by the way, too. We are actually we're going one a week. We're trying to go one a week. We're back together, and it's great. But yes, first day of winter. It's currently Monday night. This episode won't come out till Friday, and we've got a very, very special guest. We're but speaking to we're speaking to you from the past. We would, again. I was just having a conversation with Squid off air before this. It's like you almost when you live in Bendigo. It's like you almost forget how bad winter is because I, I grew up on the coast, so at summertime it was always hot, but. There's coastal breeze when you go up near the beach. So when it was hot, you get to 30, 35, but it only feel like 25 because of the because of the breeze. And then I moved to Bendigo and it's just a dead dry heat. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But because it's so hot and it feels like it was only a month or two ago that it was boiling, you don't really realize how cold it actually gets once it gets to winter. And today was absolutely freezing. Yeah, no, it was putrid, mate. Like eight degrees, that wind that just cuts through you. Um, and I'll tell you what, like obviously missing footy, but that is one thing that I do not miss. Bloody getting ready, getting the skins on, the long sleeve top, yeah. and beanie on, and just going to face the and it's pitch black. It's winter. pitch black at quarter past five. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's putrid. Oh, and I'm hating how how dark it's getting so early. I was playing golf on Saturday. Big shout out to Luke Marchese and Tommy Dunham, and we teed off at one forty, and we're on the back of comps. So it was pretty slow going, but. Basically, you're banking on the fact if you if you tee off at one forty, you should get eighteen done before the sun goes down. Oh, we, definitely. We were on the eighteenth at just before five thirty, and it was like hard going to see the ball. Yeah, last time I went out with Sleazy, we only played nine holes, and it was nearly dark. But I think that's because Jezza and I lost every ball we hit, so we took a bit. We took a while to get through. But um, it's yes, no, it just it wraps around so quick, and it's so depressing. Like you literally. Come home from work, it's already dark, you get up in the morning, you have cars iced over, and we work inside all day. I just think about all our tradie squares out there outside. I would not be able to handle it. A 20-minute yard duty, for oh. me, is like being asked to pull your front teeth out. I was just telling you this before. I was on um, car pickup duty for 40 minutes, and it was it was the worst thing ever. So I couldn't, oh, I couldn't think of anything worse than being like a roof plumber. Big shout to Benny Deacon. He's a huge square and He's like roof plumbing. That's got to be one of the worst gigs. You and know, how do you're you... on these steel roofs in the stinking hot heat during summer, just getting roasted by the sun above you, but then also the reflection of the roof back onto your onto your face. And then all of a sudden it gets to winter and you um, like can't feel your bones. Yeah, and time. you can't. Your hands don't work properly. I know. So that would suck. Another thing while we're on this topic is when you watch the news and it says, "Oh, eight degrees today and Bendigo feels like two. How, who goes out? Does someone go I was outside? Just wondering this. Does someone go outside and like do the old lick of the finger when you want to see what way the wind's going and just walks back into the studio and goes, Yeah, it feels like two. I was I was wondering this exact same thing today. I got off off this bloody this car duty and I checked weather zone out because I'm like, geez, it's cold. And it said eight degrees, eight degrees feels like one point one degrees. And I looked at it and I nodded and I was like, Yeah, good. It does it feel does like one point one. Yeah, but what is one point one like how, you don't know how cold that is, but how do that there's gotta be some sort of machine. So if any of the squares, we could probably Google it, but we'll leave it up to the fans. If anyone does know how that works, maybe Fraser Coles, Mrs. Abigail Blakey, win news, she works there. Maybe you could ask your weather weather guru. Because I wanna know how that works, because yeah. it's odd. I think the um yeah, it's gotta have something to do with the wind chill factor and humidity maybe. <laughs> 
Oh, you don't know. Air pressure. <laughs> and on that note, it would be very easy to be a um, weather person because all they ever say is chance of showers, chance of sun, cloudy. Like you don't have to. And then if they and then they stuff it up. No, nah, it's not going to rain. Then it does rain. Like you don't even have to be correct. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to be a weather person, just take an educated guess. So I reckon they do go outside and do the old. Remember that at footy, I remember under twelves, I'd lick my finger and you hold it up and see what see what side of your finger. Uh, it's about got wet. It's about ten to twenty. So, so you knew where the wind was coming from. Like that's literally it feels like that's what they have to do. So if anyone is in the know with weather, let us know because. I don't know how you work that stuff out. Talking about weather guys, actually, too. Big shout out to um, is it Daniel? Who's the guy on Channel Channel Seven? He's, he's, uh, he's oh, uh, the funny bloke. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Oh, I can't remember his last name, but he always makes jokes. Yeah, he cracks jokes on a Saturday night, and they're just so poor. Who is Daniel, the weather person off Channel Seven? Let's take a look. Mm, interesting. No answer. Uh, Siri doesn't know. Daniel. Daniel Andrews. Oh wait, no. Daniel no. Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is our is our um leader. Daniel Weatherman. Daniel Gibson. That's Daniel him. Gibson. Yeah. Daniel Gibson. And Big he, ma- and he Gibson. makes jokes about in footy season two and about sport. He's very funny. He, but there's sometimes they're so poor. He goes, oh. Below average day to kick the pig skin around. <laughs> yeah, and he laughs. Well, you get no, you would get no sort of um, indication of how you're going because you're on there on your own with just a heap of cameras. So it's not like you're getting people laughing back at you. And there's just a green screen behind you. There's not even a, there's a the actual the image isn't even there. It's sometimes <laughs> how I feel when we say stuff, jokes and that, and we just kind of have to laugh at each other because we're in a room and we don't really know. But I try to imagine that the squares listen to it and laugh. Oh, they're in stitches all the time. Well, we well we did. We, uh, we'll, we'll tell you one home truth. We listened to get last week's episode on the way home from the great Harcourt after we got the great man Dave Henderson on. The and Duke. We were absolutely losing it at ourselves. Yeah, but no, no one loves our own work more than us. Yeah. <laughs> we or are Matthew very, Lloyd. <laughs> we are very very happy with it. Yeah, or Lordy, the Velvet Sledgehammer. Lordo. But yes, no, it is good to be back. Great app. We've got a very big episode in store. Can't wait for you to listen to it. Yeah. Um, Gizza the Lizard Wizard. Gizza the Lizard Wizard. That is right. A great man. And we look forward to getting stuck into it with him. Absolutely. And just a quick reminder, our beanies, they're not far away. They're probably coming in the next week or so. Um, so hang in tight there. And also, make sure you get into those pubs and uh, coffee shops now. The COVID restrictions are lifting. Book into the Resi. Book into the Queens. Go see Adam and Eve. Um, yeah, go support local businesses and the butchers. With the butchers up and going Floor Hill, they've been going the whole time, going strong too. Fish and chip shop, lovely for their yeah, fish and chip shops been busy. So all our small businesses that we support and they support us are doing well, and we're hoping to get them back on their feet. So make sure if you do like the pub and eating like we do, then you pop into those joints. I actually need to ask Carol. This is a quick side note. I wonder if you're allowed to book a table. You know, you're allowed to book tables for the pub. Yeah, are you allowed to book a table and just hook piss? Yeah, well, I think I was talking to someone about it on the weekend. I think Ben Lester it was. I can't remember exactly what he said, but you can't do that, basically. <laughs> basically you, have to, you have to order right. a meal, but then... It, I don't know if it's a meal per drink. Order a meal and then have... Or is it like a two-hour sit-down? All right, you've got two hours to I, have this you palmer and drink as, drink as many pots as you possibly can. You would put... 
You'd be you'd put a fair fuel way in the two hours if you had to. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to carry me out. I'd I'd handcuff myself to the table so that, so that they couldn't take me out. But, uh, well, good to know. We'll follow this up squares. If and anyone else knows the answer to that, any squares pub people, please message us because we want to know that as well. That's your homework, squares. The pub rule and also the weather. How the weather gets tested. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Wakey, wakey. Oh, come in. Big night on the fins, Duffy boy. Oh, massive night. Oh, it's been a big few days on a match. I feel absolutely horrible. I can't even get up. Mate, tell you what you need. You need to get off your bottom. You need to head down to Flora Hill Butcher. Whoa, what, what can I get down there? Flora Hill Butcher. Beautiful steaks. Benio's best lamb sausages. I'm talking stuff with feta, sun-dried tomato, stuff made of angels, and gorgeous schnitzels. Get a six-pack of fins there as well. I'm out the door. Your perfect hangover cure, your best man in town. Woo! Who wants to come on a date? Small portions of food we hate. Please make sure it is not late. You'll need to concentrate. Come and seal your fate. Or rate your play. Mate. Mate. Radio Squares, it is with great pleasure that we welcome the Colbo Goat, the OG King Giza Wizard, Giza, Chris Grenade. Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks very, very much for having me on, boys. Absolute pleasure. It has been one that we've spoken about for a while, and Squidgy obviously doesn't know as well as I do, but it's just a bit of... Oh, to us, it's probably a little bit of a left-to-field one, because I've obviously known you for a long time. We don't knock around that much together now, and to our younger listeners, probably don't have any idea who you are, but after this episode, I reckon they'll get a great insight to one of the great mans of the Central Victoria region. Oh, fantastic bloke. I've known him for about an hour, and I'm already in love with him. Um <laughs> Uh, the the yeah my first play contact with Gizza was actually um, inboxing us about when you took Doof out uh, you tried to get him out the cold bar um, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and he bloody he, he, you took him out to or you'd like to expand on that yeah I absolutely would because I, I still haven't haven't quite forgiven him took him out for a, a lovely uh, lovely lunch and a, and a couple of schooners at the Boundary Hotel obviously a fantastic friend of of the show Josh Squared boys and. Thought it went really well, um, sold the club quite well, and, and Marto seemed very, very interested. And then uh, I see on Jaden Donaldson's socials the very next night, he's in a private box down at the Telstra Dome watching the UFC. How can we compete with that? Small country club. <laughs> money does talk, Giz, and uh, yeah, Duffy Boy's a fat cat. He goes where the money is. <laughs> I did feel it was a very good meeting, and I felt terrible. Like it was very similar to tonight. We sort of got there, and we just talked about everything but footy pretty much for ages. And then it was kind of like, oh, Bully was kind of like, oh, I guess we better speak about food. And by that point, I was like, oh, I want to sign up. And then I hadn't really thought of it, the logistics of it, but yeah, I couldn't do it to the big, the big pizzle. Oh, my best mate, JD, I'd be, um, but it was a very good meeting, very good pitch, and it had nothing to do with money. It did not actually have anything to do with that, but yes, it was. I did feel bad Maybe for having Maybe helps you sleep at night. I did, <laughs> I did feel bad for having to let the boys down, the Colbo boys down. Yeah. No, nah, we, we weren't, we, we weren't going to be able to, um, 
you know, to, to adhere to all of your demands anyway. He's a bit of a diva, asking for his asking for his own number, asking for his own car park, all these things. Out of Colbo, the car parks do get filled, the paddocks. There's nothing but paddocks out there, and that is all a lie, but... One wanted, wanted a couple of hectares of cropping country as well, which was, that was a bit too much. Thank you, sound guy. Uh, it does happen in footy, though. You were actually telling us earlier about... It sort of ha- something similar happened to you where a bloke you thought was committing to a club and then um, next, you know, maybe later that day he was all of a sudden wearing different colours. <laughs> <laughs> happens, uh, happens quite frequently, all the time. We were talking about uh, our good mate Dogger Walsh. Great man. Big Had square, a, massive square. Fantastic season out at Colby Oven. <laughs> Big Wolfo, he's come back home. Um, yeah, no, 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 no qualms with that at all. Bully's giving you an absolute earful too. I heard about that. No, he made the right choice. Bully was very understanding. I heard. So, uh, look, from all reports, he just negotiated a new contract that was quite handsome. And uh, yeah, obviously the lure of the slaggers, mate, was was too much, and we and we couldn't keep him. But we wish him all the best, dog man. Great fella and uh, wonderful player. Yeah, no. Nah. Good luck, good on your doggy. You'll love to get the doggy on the show one time down the track, too. You can't yeah. string two words he together. Did, he, he, was did, to I was say, he did. He did. Um, do a very lovely rendition of the Josh Squared song after a few too many sherbets down at um, Acker's Bucks, I think it was actually, or yeah, something like that. Where he um, In very good area. He absolutely butchered it, but he's a good man. Well, you do. How do you know the big Giz? Well, I was saying this to you on the way. Oh, get the other day actually when we talked about getting Giz on there and about him being very well known to a lot of uh, groups of people, but. I moved to Bendigo in 2011, and I had a mate, Tom Hams. He's a big square. He's over in London. Hopefully, he's listening. But he um, knew Giz, and we were in the same year. So I sort of met Giz, one of probably, actually one, one of probably the first people that I met when I got to uni, because he did PE Outdoor Ed, same as what I did, and he was the third year. So I was saying this to you the other day. He was a bit of a like, we were like, oh, they're lads, those older boys. We kind of want to be like them. And part, basically, it must meant that you partied a lot. And it, at the time, it was like, this is unbelievable, but... Looking back on it, it was probably a bit detrimental to your, uh, to my academics to try and aspire to just be an absolute sesh lord. <laughs> but yeah, I knew Giz from yeah, just purely through that, and then we yeah, we got to know each other through Tom Hams, I think it was, and then yeah, we went on. Obviously, I think third third year, you took us on trips and stuff like that as a first year. So down at Kiora, yeah. So, yeah. Got to got to see your uh, your educational prowess firsthand down there, mate. Yeah, very good. But yeah, I've not honestly. He would have been one of the first probably ten people that I met since I've been in Bendigo. So a bit older than me, but yeah, I've known Giz for a very long time. A great man, and very excited to uh, hear a few stories yeah. he's got to tell us and talk about his uh, cooking. Well, <laughs> Lovely cooking. It, it's a great part of your life that early day uni stuff. Um, we we're reflecting early on. Universal, fear no beer. I'm sure um, our squares in sort of the mid mid twenties would have fond memories of of fear no beer at um, Universal RIP. Um, RIP and... the whole place, yeah. <laughs> fear no place... beer and the establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, plenty of good times, and also the oney, obviously. Yeah, we can't forget the oney. Obviously, another big fan of the show and a big supporter of Josh Squared, but. Geez, back in those, what was 2013, 14, 15, I reckon, when it was absolutely flying at its peak. Big Duffy boy doing quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of promoting and getting well looked after by the One Tree Hill crew. <laughs> yeah, with food too. See, big toe. You're a walking. You're actually the walking reason why that place went under. <laughs> <laughs> no, it went under because they ripped up the grass and put white stones down. Yeah, I don't know what they'll think. No, nah, there was plenty of re- there was plenty of reasons it went under. I don't think we need to touch on it because it was a bit dodgy that joint. <laughs> we don't want to get ourselves in any trouble. But Giz, before we get into a few stories and true and false and things like that, you've lived a 
you're not old. I wouldn't say you're old, but you've lived a, a colourful life in terms of you've had, obviously, you grew up, grew up in Mornington Peninsula, you've gone to Benigo, you've moved footy clubs, you play cricket, you play footy, you do the, the lot, really. Do you want to just give us a quick rundown on your sporting prowess and going through uni and et cetera for the fans? Yeah, well, there's not a not a great deal of sporting prowess to to speak of. <laughs> Just likes of sport. Yeah, for those who know me, I'm obviously not very good at, at any sports I play. But yeah, as you mentioned, grew up on the Mornington Peninsula and uh, played all my footy at a nice club down there, Crib Point, the, the Crib Point Magpies. Very very proud Mornington Peninsula and establishment. Boy too. Yes. Where's the sound effect? Well, um, that was a sound effect. The sound guy was sleeping. Sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. So all all my, my junior footy down there at the Magpies, and got to knock around with some some pretty good players. It's obviously pretty good footy down there. And Michael Hibbard um, is one that springs to mind. Kicked ten on me out of the middle one day in the under 18s which was a bit of fun for everyone and um yeah. <laughs> yeah sounds like that's what skunk memory did to me ruined my draft dreams <laughs> very similar stories couldn't have it was the best seat in the house i couldn't have asked for much more than that um and then yeah obviously had a year off footy and, and went overseas and mucked around a bit and then uh landed in bendigo to study um and the first bendigo club that I ended up at was north bendigo up up there at Atkins street at the zoo and Fond memories of my, my two games in the reserves up there um, before, uh, before I realised that it probably wasn't the best environment for me and, and moved on. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, Central Murray footy came calling after that. Bal Ranald sort of opened the checkbook and the opened ru- their hearts. And, <laughs> the ruse. Yeah, Must have had a good year of the crops or pigging. It's a big I think pig territory. Timber, timber, I reckon. Firewood. They, um, the... It's a bit good pig country there too. They love going pigging. Yeah, Right. No, Sam, well, yeah. Pig, pig, pig when when money, money Boy, Sam Simmons, signed on at Bell Reynolds, um, I do remember they wanted him to go up there in the preseason and go pigging with them, like full-on dogs and where they just, like, chase him down and just knife him. Yeah. It's so very, I was going to say very... Interesting very recruiting ploy. <laughs> very, very interesting. Well, I, didn't, I didn't get any of that, actually, which I'm pretty disappointed about now. Um, yeah, no, the, the stint at Bell Reynolds didn't last too long. Uh, ended up... Doing a shoulder snowboarding midway through the year and and, and never returned, uh, and after that it was Colbo and have never looked back since. I think that was that was twenty twelve and obviously a wonderful club and a, a terrific little <laughs> <laughs> terrific little community. Um, really opened their arms and made it feel like home. And um, yeah, as I said, haven't looked back since. It's been brilliant. Yeah, they are. It is a great uh, little township, old Colbo. We play a lot of footy against Colbo or at Colbo at least the ground it's a fantastic venue actually Colbo um, I find anyway for, for the Heathier League they've yeah. redone the turf and stuff yeah beautiful deck um, look it was good before they redid it but obviously sunk a little bit of money into the drainage and, and making sure the surface was um, of, a, of a really high quality and it certainly has been as you mentioned lots of lots of GV practice matches lots of Bendigo practice matches and quite a bit of cricket early in the summer as well so um, yeah, credit to all the Colbo people that were involved in in getting that uh, development off the ground because it's yeah it's paying dividends at the moment. You, you oh, are yeah. the, you are the heart and soul of the Colbo Ducks, saying so, you have been for a while. I've have succumbed to the uh, Thursday night message. Hey mate, any chance of playing cricket? Get down there. I reckon how many messages like that would have you had to send out in your time there? Yeah, well, at least once a week. Um, yeah, it was a, a tumultuous time in the club's history. When I took the reins and, yeah, it was <laughs> the message often went something like, 
Yeah, g'day everyone. I need between six to eight players to come and play <laughs> <laughs> afternoon tea yeah. and six beers will be provided. Yes, and, I, and you used to, you, it was a pretty hilarious to post. You used to get a lot of um, those, you know, mates, when you post something like you want something, a lift somewhere or you want something picked up and you just can think, picture people in your head of who's going to write like, hey mate, like, it's like, can I get a lift to Melbourne? Hey mate, I'm heading to Adelaide if that helps you. Like, <laughs> just, and you would have been thinking when you posted those. I remember seeing the same few blokes comment every time, being like, "No, nah, mate, I can't very play unhelpful." Or, like, yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of traffic, but not a lot of helpful traffic. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. It horrible. is a tricky thing. Like we, we were talking earlier. I played at Bridgewater um, for a few years there, and especially a couple of years either side of our real successful period. I think it actually drove me house, mate. Tom Dunn spare. He was probably our best player, but he was the coach and captain or whatever else we're going to call it. And he, he would just spend his Thursday, from Thursday night till 11am Saturday morning messaging every bloke he knew, basically, to try and drag him out there. And we've had some very... You would probably agree you you've had the same. You pathetic loser. You get some very, very questionable cricketers on, <laughs> on the oval oh, in those scenarios. I remember, t- I remember last year, Tyrone Downey he's, he's messaged me about playing A grade at Emu Creek and... I reckon every bloke lies when they get when you get the question. So can you actually play a bit of cricket and you go straight back or in under fourteens or you start with the ball? <laughs> I'm actually like not bad, and then you go and play, and they're just like, "You are a liar." Yeah. <laughs> you always talk your ability up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You go, I'm pretty good after six stubbies on Boxing Day <laughs> against me fourteen um, year old nephew. <laughs> 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 I'm not even over and then we get named next. <laughs> uh, very good. All right. Well, Duffy. Uh, we'll launch in a few trial boxes and then into the food. We are a very... Oh, yeah, there are a few elaborated on stories yeah, and trial boxes, but very PG show. So when you live a, a uh, colourful life and you've been through uni, you've got footy and cricket clubs, it's very hard to narrow it down as three school teachers to PG stories, but we've got a few here. This is the one that I want to ask the most, actually. Is it true that you claim that the kids at school call you G-Train, but you actually ask them all to call you it and then you come tell everyone that... They, they they just started calling you it. Yeah. Uh, guilty guilty is charged. Guilty is charged. It only takes three or four sort of, oh, look, you can call me Mr. G or G Train, and they just make their choice and then they run with it. It's pretty empowering, though, when you've got, you know, 26 grade ones walking behind you going, G Train, G Train. Yeah, I like that. I might start implementing the H well, train. I can't retort because I stole fully stole Doof off Matt Duffy. Like you fully, did, yeah. like I posted and said I'm taking the nicknames and, <laughs> and it's stuck. So I'm I can't throw stones because I'm a terrible name stealer and stealer of other everything else too. So. I'm glad that you admitted to it though. I thought you were just going to go with it, because <laughs> generally that's what happens. People are going to call you something though. You may as well make it something you want to be called. What else we got? Skip through. Um, oh, actually, well, obviously, um, where you're in a Renault at the minute, we're sitting in your beautiful uh, spare room. Uh, smells Smell like paint. paint. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Something that you'd be used to, Squidge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and anyway, you think your missus might be sick of seeing, you know, a bit of debris and that stuff, sort of thing lying around. But what she, what she's actually sick of, she's told us, is walking around and finding bits of your beard everywhere because you won't go and get it. No, you won't go and get it properly trimmed. You just trim it yourself on the move around the house. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a bit of mayo on that. Um, certainly don't trim there's it on no the There's no mayo on the house. show. No GST. It's all oh, 100% fat. Can, can confirm that I reckon I've, I've paid for one haircut um, probably in the last 
15 years. I, I do like to do it myself. Where'd you go yeah, for that? Justy? Actually, just can you take the beanie off? I wouldn't mind seeing it, do we? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, good. Bit of salad. It's fluffy. Just leave a few feathers on top. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty low-maintenance affair. I just went down to uh, Royal Gyms down the bottom there the last time I got it done, and they did a terrific job, beard and beard and head. So yeah, How many years ago was that? Uh, it was last year, actually. It was my, oh, my, most, my most recent one. Well, that's where Gab wants you to... She did say that as well. She said, we live 500 metres from Royal Gym. Yeah. And he refuses to go. So she reminds me probably four, four times daily. Um, so I'm glad that's popped up on the show now. <laughs> this... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. We're just fighting for the mic. Um, this one come up actually, I reckon, well, a few times from people that I spoke to about your stinginess. Brian Hon sent it to us. <laughs> the Hon star sent to us. He said that he reckons that you'd have cobwebs in your wallet mm. coming out, and you're also guilty of. Taking a six pack or taking a slab round of people's houses, and then when you leave, you're the bloke that takes the four beers home, <laughs> or goes back round and tries and picks them up. That is, those are just that's blatant lies. <laughs> um, I'm really, I'm really disappointed. Really disappointed. Uh, disappointed. It about actually that said. Ryan. It actually said, "Ask how deep his pockets are." I reckon he's got cobwebs in his wallet. <laughs> I um, I'm glad you bring Honey up though, because. Or the question I had for you is, do you have a tattoo at all? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do have a, a tattoo. One that I'm um, <clears throat> really proud of uh, and, and means quite a bit to me. And do you want me to... Yeah, 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 carry no, on. <laughs> he's obviously like Ryan Hon. Yeah, we all love him. Terrific character. Um, you know, obviously another educator. We, we, we love him to bits and a terrific footballer. And uh, I just thought that on one... Uh, particular afternoon of a footy trip in Adelaide that might just really solidify the friendship by getting his uh, nickname tattooed on my right ass cheek. Yeah, that tends to be where things like that happen. Like it's like there's different rules when you're on footy trips. Like, it's the safe spot too, the ass cheek. It's like whatever. I've goes. got one. I've got a, actually mine was after grooving the moon. Mine's a uh, lightning bolt for the yeah. storm. For how fast you are, for how fast you are, Lightning McQueen, that is me, very quick. The footy trip tats, there, yeah, you know, it's all part of it. I think. I'm, uh, I'm, I've I'm, got my monkey on my hip, and that's a nice yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still, still waiting for Honey to reciprocate and get Gizzer on, on his cheek. But so he just asked you, and you basically just said, "Yep." No, I can't recall a great deal of that afternoon, <laughs> but the story goes that I pretty much tapped him on the shoulder and said, um, "Would you like to come down the street and get a tattoo with me?" And uh, that was that and was about so it. So you just said that without knowing what you were going to actually get. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, just Sensational footy trip that one. Yeah, they always are. The city of churches, city mate. Churches, you cannot go wrong. I've been to Adelaide on a footy trip. Oh man, it's it's right. Cairns was my best one with Strath. Unbelievable. Yeah, Kansas but good spot. Just made. Geez, you're a long way from home though. Like, as in, at least Adelaide, unless you drive. I don't know people have driven over a footy trip. Like Cairns, like at the end of it. It's the like, even a holiday or anything when it's been a basically massive bender and you're a long way from home. You just like even falls like driving in a car like Cairns yeah. is just that bit far to it's, fly it's a long and then you got to go get obviously from the airport which everyone does. But I just remember just being at the airport and just thinking we are so far from home. It's like, almost the entire length well, of the country. Getting, does. I was yeah. say, we're a long way like unbelievable and price wise like not overly priced or anything, but just you're fighting some real real demons when you get to the end of it and you think oh, I'm. So far from where I live. On the flip side, though, like I find Adelaide great trip, but it's like so much like Bendigo, say, or you know, it's, it's not much separating from Bendigo in terms of, you know, it's 
pretty cool climate and you go down this one street, you know, Hindley Street, um, absolute pig pen. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I sort of don't mind going to your Cairns or your Ellie Beach where it's a bit tropical. You actually feel like you're yeah, you're away. Right. You're yeah. away. You're, you're like, somewhere I'll give you the hot tip. I don't reckon I saw the water at Cairns apart from the <laughs> pool in Gilligan's. Well, you, can't, <laughs> you can't swim with the, in the ocean up there anyway. Yeah, it's, crocs. It's like crocs and stingers. So. But, yes, all good things happen on a footy trip. Now, to the most important part, though, the food. We love our show. We love the food. Everyone's dying to hear about it. Everyone is dying to hear about it. Do you want to just give us a quick little rundown? First, do you rate yourself as a chef, actually? Like, do you consider yourself a bit of a cook? Uh, no, I don't. I um, I feel as though I can do the basics reasonably well. Uh, I was I was super nervous this afternoon. I'm not going to lie. I, the, the only other time that I've been really nervous cooking is the first time that I cooked for my lovely partner, Gab. Big shout out to Gab. Massive that's fan, massive square. I think she's streaming this live, so she is the first. <laughs> she, the, the first meal I cooked for her, she obviously last named Cavallaro, so rich Italian history. The first meal <laughs> Ooh, I cooked for her was danger. a packet Latina pasta and packet Latina sauce. <laughs> and honestly, if she'd have turned her nose up any further, it would have been on the back of her head. It was an absolute... <laughs> it was a disaster. And the, this since then, I've never experienced that anxiety, except for this afternoon when I was... Yeah, when I was cooking for you boys, so I think um, I think as a as a male, like as long as you can do the basics, right? Like I don't honestly, I couldn't name someone that I'd consider. Like we were talking about this the other day. Like there's a good cook of being able to cook food, follow instructions nicely. Then there's people like well, Amy. Amy, she was like using touch. Who who can follow? Who don't have to follow recipes and just know what goes in things and just does. She goes by smell. She goes outside (laughs) the box like that's cook. Whereas I don't know any male that can do that, so I reckon if you can do the basics well, then. Yeah. But that is stiff having a uh, missus with the last name of that, and I'm sure you would have. Have you had some nice pasta dishes? I certainly I have. have. Yeah, it's been scrumptious, and look, I can understand. No better than the Latina. I still, <laughs> I still love the Latina. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, uh, we yeah. all like a bit of Latina. So um, we get a go. Oh, yeah, you go. I was just gonna say um, it happens to the best of everyone, mate. Like we've had a lot of anxious boys, um, but to be fair. I think uh, you delivered a very presentable meal, and uh, one that one that Duffy boy, not big fish boy, uh, <laughs> no fish on, boy on the way in the car because he texts me. He goes, "Kizzy wants to do fish for us. He wants to know if you're right with fish." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah allergic. It was allergic. Not do you like? It was allergic because yeah. if he said do you like fish, I would have said no. Well, it also <laughs> took him two days to respond to that message. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting home thinking, "Oh my god!" I was saying to Chelsea, "Oh my god, I've got to go around there and eat fish." I was like a little kid, and I was like. Grow, like I need to grow up. Like I honestly need to grow up and start. So the prawn pizza at your house. I had this thing about prawns. I don't eat them. I didn't like them since I was a kid. This is on Monday. And then Chelsea made this prawn pasta a few weeks back and it was nice. And then I had this part pizza. Prawn and chorizo. And I liked it. So I thought, yeah. I thought I've got to come out of the box. But I was very nervy about it. Yeah. So he's messaged me and he goes, oh, do you like, yeah, you're allergic to fish. Whatever. I'm like, no, no, fish is good. And then he goes, oh, yeah, right, yeah. I'm not sure about it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah, we'll be right. And then in the car on the way here, he's going, oh, I hope it's something um buttery. I hope it's a buttery type of fish. Like, I hope it's not salmon. <laughs> 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 But, I said that without even knowing what salmon never, tastes yeah, like. You've never had salmon did, before, so it was very good. I just lie. Oh, how do you know you don't like fish? I hate it. I've tried it heaps of times. I haven't. I just, I don't know. It's just not something that I... Duffy, if you saw the amount of butter that went into the sauce, that like that went into the, the base, goodness me, you would have um, been laughing. That's what I said to, the, to you, though, when we were having our private meeting. I said, there's something in that um, 
sweet potato or whatever it was. It was very well. Nice. Hang on, should we paint the picture of what the dish oh, yeah. was? <laughs> Sorry, fans. We'll paint the picture. Gizar, can you just let us know what you actually cooked? We'll go. <clears throat> yeah, so it was a bit of a, a crispy skin salmon served on a bed of sweet potato mash. With some chili beans uh, that I burnt the absolute living suitcase out of. No, two. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and some some broccolini. It's had the potential to be a really nice. They were in dish, butter but... though. The veggies weren't they? Oh, so I was going to say <laughs> veggies very good when swimming in butter. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the broey the broey does really well. They've got the best buttered veg in town. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah, they, they oh, must, yeah, they yeah, yeah, must that's where I'm. I mean, it's butter with veg <laughs> and garlic. Yeah, mate. I get parma chips and butter. Thanks, and it's like. <laughs> So that was chili. So it was like a puree underneath, sweet potato puree sort of thing. Yeah, that was quite fantastic. Yeah, Bill it was and I nice. both agreed. There was a nice little bit of kick, that, like a spice in there or something. Like, some, yeah, a bit of chili. Is, is that what that chili was? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was you know quite nice. Obviously, I'm, I love my salmon. So yeah, my old girl, big shout to Cartwheel Queen, Jenny. Jenny, <laughs> <Man>. Green Eleven. <laughs> um, she that was a staple diet there for you know probably from when I was. Maybe mid mid teens to when I moved out, she always used to cook salmon, crispy skin salmon. Can't go wrong. Big fan. Is it hard to cook? Nah. Yeah, you just give it a bit on both sides, a bit of salt on top on the skin, and make sure the pan's warm before you put the oil in, so the oil doesn't burn. Just little, mm. s- just little, little, yeah, little things little like things that. Things you, like... you want to get it well, cooked. Sometimes on occasions when I try to cook it, it gets still raw in the middle, which I would eat it anyway because. Oh, oh, I would have struggled with that. You should have seen but, when, I, when I seriously walked in. I like, I, I could see obviously it was ready to go and it was in the oven, and it was off. Obviously, just keep warm. I straight away was sticking my head in there trying to look at it, and as soon as I saw it was salmon, I'll be honest, I was like, oh my god, what like, what if I can't eat it? What if I really hate it and I can't eat it? And this is so embarrassing, but I genuinely liked it. Yeah. Like it was good. Yeah. No, Doof did say it was very honest and. The only thing I'll add is though he, when he when he came in he goes is it meant to have the skin still? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know. I thought he just still got it at Kenny Res and didn't have enough time to fill it, get the skin off. I mean, but... You didn't get it from the Kenny Res. You got it from the Colbo Channel. Colbo Channel <laughs> off the train bridge. Yeah, straight off. Um... <laughs> <laughs> still alive. Did you, were you always going with salmon? Like, is that a sort of a go-to thing of yours, or do you thought? Yeah. Oh, no, I feel pretty confident cooking salmon, and, and I really enjoy it. So it was mainly about me. Which it always is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, and that's the thing. Play to your strengths. And play to what you like, I reckon. So um, we, got, we we don't go through each individual thing now, but we'll just have a quick chat about it. So we go like, pres- like what do you reckon presentation? You don't have to give yourself a score, but just give us a comment about your presentation of it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I feel like it was presented well, using the, the sweet potato as a bit of a bed for the salmon and... Oh, look, yeah, honestly, and as I mentioned before, I was pretty disappointed with the beans. <laughs> charred beans. A bit of char. You should have gone with, oh, they're charred. Charred beans. <laughs> um, nah, not, um, not, not too sloppy, but yeah, I'd say the beans would have detracted from the overall Duftini total. Absolutely. I think more for presentation be the um, the way we ate the meal, probably. We were on a, um, <laughs> what was the table? What would you call that table we were eating on? A... Oh, I actually don't know. I, I don't even know what it on. I was like, where's the, I actually thought, where's the... Like, you are renovating, mind you. So Square's out there, set the scene. They are halfway through a renovation, so we can't be too harsh. No, and we, we can be. And, like, bullshit. <laughs> and, we, don't, and we, don't, we don't rank on that. But I did think, geez, this is interesting. Where's his kitchen table? And then... There it is, fellas. It's what? about what? What would it be? It'd be a a, a meter by. Oh half yeah, me and Squidge we had this table. I don't want a school desk. I had I just sit on Squidge's lap to have dinner, <laughs> but it was good because it was nice and snug, and we had friends going on and um, on the TV, and yeah, 
to be Gab honest, joined to us. Be honest, Gab joined us for before. dinner. We have yeah. had one guest who was it that made their who made their missus have had they had something else. Um, Axel. Axel. <laughs> uh, super show, big shout out to him. He, he cooked this all beautiful lamb roast, and then he didn't cook his missus dinner. And she when she got home from netball, she had to make um. Uh, Carbonara. Carbonara. <laughs> <laughs> the big soup show runs yeah, his own. He does run his own. Um, Righty, yeah, so yeah, presentation, taste, tick for me. Yeah, taste. I reckon taste. Actually, another good. thing, Doof said his salmon's supposed oh, to taste can like you that. St- <laughs> can you stop? Well, of course I didn't know because I, I said, was that a good salmon? And you said, yeah, stop throwing me under the bus. I must, this chat must well not be private because everything I've told you, you say. Do you reckon it's something that you order again? Though, yes. Based on the yeah, definitely. I said that. I said, I don't know if I'd go out and cook it myself, but if I, that was on, like, as in, I went to someone's house and they were having it or they said, do you want it or whatever, I would definitely eat it. I might actually give it a go because, like I said, I just don't like fishy fish if that makes sense like the really strong smelling and strong tasting whereas that I like tuna so that was sort of I rated that broadening your horizons mate I know I've eaten prawns Personal I've eaten prawns and salmon now next raw octopus or something <laughs> <laughs> bring it on very good Um, timing well perfect timing as soon as we walked in the door fantastic yeah. so how long was it ready before we got it because you were nervous oh, it would have been would, I was yeah so well, you were ready, he was ready, he was at, ready at recess. Recess well, today. These four plates of salmon and veg sitting there. I was like, bloody hell, put them in the oven. And yeah, five minutes later, you guys walked in, oh, which was a massive, group. massive relief. Perfect, really. And variety. Variety, yeah, they had the greens there. So what made you put those together? So you had the variety. Did you think of putting anything else or substituting anything? Oh, I half thought about Dutch carrots when I was in the supermarket picking up a bit of gear, and I went against it. I just thought, <laughs> sweet, sweet, interesting choice of words. It would have been too expensive to pick that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are on a budget. Yeah, um, no, that would have been good. I like the carrots, but you already had the orange there, so no, no, no qualms. I thought there. variety. Yeah, what else? I don't know. Well, because I've never eaten salmon, so yeah, no, <laughs> not much else you could do with it. Um, no, I think yeah, overall we've sort of covered all the boxes. Actually. We, we did comment that uh, size. What do you think about the size portion? <laughs> <laughs> we, I didn't, yeah, but, but that, that could have something to do with how hungry I was before we got here. Like, I'd eat, I got the squidges after F45 and I was embarrassed. I, I ate was, three slices of ham in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I said, mate, I'm not kidding you, I'm starving. And he's like, I'm having a shower here. You can have some ham. So I sat on his couch and I wrapped in a bit of cheese actually and just ate a bit of ham. But Great combo. I wouldn't say, I wasn't full up after it, but that that could have been because of prior. So I'm not disappointed in it, but I wouldn't say I'm thrilled. Oh, I, I would. I think it's pretty important that we let the squares know how quick the hands went up when I said, "Have you boys got room for dessert?" Marto's nearly <laughs> went through the roof. He's jumped off his chair and carrying on like a pork chop. So that that led me to believe that I might have underdone the quantity a little bit. In saying that, I'm glad that we did leave a bit of room for the dessert because even though he didn't cook it, bloody fantastic! Big shout out to the um. <laughs> Big shout out to those green apple pie things that you can get at the super. Yeah, Cannot you, go wrong. And you claimed it, but the ice cream was very good too. It was um, vanilla bean. It wasn't just your Buller or Peter's. It was, it was Coles. Was it Coles, 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 Coles brand. But it was vanilla bean. bean. Like yeah. you, there's vanilla ice cream and there's a bit like upper so class. Like connoisseur knockoff kind of thing. Gab did tell us you were going to get his connoisseur, but you've obviously we're not that good. Well, she not stitched that, us up. We're man. not that important. No, no one can. No one's got time for connoisseur. No, I'd, mate, I knew. I knew how good this ice cream was. I'd, yeah, I knew it had fit. It was quite yeah, it was well nice. And I was looking at it, thinking. Because I could see the little black dots in it. I was like, this is actually, this is normal. This is not normal. <laughs> this is top shelf. I got very excited. Right, overall, how many dwarf teams would you give yourself? What's it out of? Five. Yeah. You give yourself point five though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're up point fives. It's, uh, oh, it's going to have to be a 3.5. 
for me. I reckon the beans just. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm actually. <laughs> yeah, can you tell you that are, I'm really salty I was about it? Say, you are livid about it. You, and did it cross your mind to just ditch them before we got oh, in? I did think about it, but there was still quite a few that didn't have that char on them. Um, I actually spent five minutes picking out the good ones. I would have um, been very disappointed if you did something, stuffed it up, and got rid of it. You've got to go run with it if you've earn got mis- it. Yeah, just uh, earn your mistakes. Earn your mistakes. Where, where go, on, say, go on, say what you always say every week. Failing to... <laughs> failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Yes, <laughs> he said it every week. He's Gandhi said it, and I'm going to keep saying it to the day I die. Well, um, we, yeah. were, we were coming to the consensus as well. Straight away, we both said the same score. Yeah, and look, Gizal, you would listen to the show... It's not easy to get a five or or even a four or a four. And really. we should have never given Jez a feeling a five as or, well. <laughs> That's a, pub, a public service yeah, announcement. Again. And Truck Doty should have got a one. And really, ham steaks, very lucky to get <laughs> two and a half or whatever they got. Anyway, it's, that's something different. Um, but we both literally got the same score um, together, and it was 3.5 Duftinis! Well done, mate. We're all on the same level. Yeah. 3.5, at uni, 3.5 out of 5 is as good as an A+. Plus. <laughs> that's a pass. D's get degrees, baby. That's um, it. Yeah, beautiful, mate. Very mature response. Um, well thought out, and uh, it was a very enjoyable meal. And I'm glad. I'm very like, At the start, I was, very, I was a bit worried, and... Cooking a seafood is taking a risk, I reckon. Normally, we get stuck into people about not taking risks. Cooking fish or any sort of seafood, I reckon, is taking a risk. No doubt. And especially, you didn't know my anxiety about not wanting fish because not everyone loves I fish. I sort of wish you did, though, because that would have that could have really... In, I did, but in I'd, my head, it was cherry, right? Once I'd got the thumbs up from that... But I didn't want it right. I thought, how rude is that? Because you shaped it very well. Is are you a squidge allergic to fish? <laughs> I should have just written, yeah, mate. I'm, but I don't want it. Yeah. No, I'm not. But but I hate it. If you had said, do you like fish? I would have said not particularly. But I'm very glad that I did it now because it's opened up my my uh, palate. Rightio, Gizza, well done. What we're going to do now? We're going to throw it to a bit of a pet story, um, and then obviously get to put someone on the skull cam following that. So first of all, a uh, bit of a pet shout out. Any anything that springs to mind? Yeah, I. I it would be remiss of me not to give a shout out uh, to remiss. Nice word. Yeah, thanks. Mate. Fantastic. Thanks put that in the vocab. Um, yeah, our um, our class turtle from last year, six A Kennington Primary School. Big shout out to to the class, all big squares. They'll all be listening. Um, <clears throat> they were really keen for a class pet, so went out and uh, bought a small eastern longneck turtle. Uh, and, a, and a tank set up only after I'd um, done the research and worked out that I could ride it off on tax as a classroom sort of... Uh, are they community. expensive, the Easterns, are they? Sneak in the budget, even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. managed to sneak it in. Under the guided reading books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, um, got the, the Eastern Longneck Turtle and, and the kids um, had a, we were learning about government democracy at the time, so I thought the best way to name the turtle would be to throw it open to a, to a vote. Um, and we came up with Cucumber. So the, the kids <laughs> named the turtle Cucumber and we loved it and we cared for it. And as you do at the end of the year, Duffy, as you would know, that, that six weeks holidays is absolutely brilliant, mate. And you tend not to think about the classroom or or anything that... Um, anything other than itself. <laughs> <laughs> anything that lives within it. So poor old Cucumber had six weeks. Uh, I think a couple of the teachers that did pop into school gave her a bit of tucker here and there and kept her going. It was a girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah How did you know? Uh, there's something to do on the underside of their shell, some sort of pattern or something. You'd have to ask the 6A. They're pretty good turtles. Oh, so you not. do know. I just wanted to see if you just completely made that up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, anyway, came back. Oh, I just forgot that I owned a, a turtle, which is really, really bad. I felt really, really guilty. Came back and Cucumber was still kicking, which was brilliant. 
Cool as um, a cucumber, even. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> and then after feeding her back up and getting her back into a really, um, you know, a, a good bill of health, one cold Bendigo winter's night had just got the better of her and came to school one morning and the poor thing was, was dead sitting on top of the filter. Um, mm. When I say one morning, it was about midday and one of the kids went, hey, Mr. G, I think the turtle's dead. <laughs> G-Train, I would have said. Yeah, G-Train. So that was really tragic. So big shout out to Cucumber. She what, was a wonderful Massive. We, when they die, fish ups, go upside down. Was it similar? Did they? Was it upside down? Or? Nah, nah. So I think what, shell what, up, shell down. What had actually happened was one of the kids had unplugged the heater to plug their iPad in. To the little power board oh, that no. was at the base of Name the Name and shame the kid. So there was no, oh, no one owned up to <laughs> cowards. Uh, so the poor thing didn't have any heating in the tank and it, it just got a bit chilly for her. So she crawled up. She was trying to get out of the water, I think, and was just sitting there feet, feet first on the oh, on top Big of the chair, the cucumber yeah, in, in cucumber. pet heaven. Uh, I'm, a, I'm sure a, it's a lot warmer up there than it was. A degrade <laughs> vegetable, the cucumber. Yes, yeah, it They're is. usually happy pet stories on Josh Squared, so yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go as far as happy. But but, uh, big shout out to Adam Baird and a few others. have been pretty dark. Actual <laughs> uh, <laughs> Show. Um, very good, mate. Look. Um, obviously give the shout out there but you get to do one last thing everyone gets to do it when they come on the show and that is um, put someone on the scale cam before we do that just wanted to say a big thank you for having us around mate um, yeah it's a great dish and great company mate well my pleasure boys thanks very much I feel so privileged to be in the company of Tim Memory uh, who else Milney who else Tom, Tommy Cole Tommy West Cole. Coast Premiership player <laughs> so you boys Jordy are... Wilson what's <laughs> what <laughs> going to say you're right up and about and then you've just gone back down to the bottom of the barrel with me so fingers crossed it's uh, all uphill from here but uh, in terms of the skull cam uh, I think it'd be fantastic to uh, send one Sean Johns's way you're on skull cam brother I love it Johnsy you are on skull cam and you have 24 hours to upload a video or never listen to us again beep Good's beer. Yeah. Good. Well, what you should do is you should go to the Queen's Arms Hotel and tip in a few cold ones and have a burger. Bloody beautiful. I should. And you should go to the Reservoir Hotel and get a beer and eat a pizza. Are they pretty good? Very good. Delish. Delish. Bendigo's Hot Topic. Hot Topic, Hot Topic. Alright guys, Bendigo Hot Topic. This week, we're going a bit off the grid. We're going to go check out the marketplace. There's a poor punter in uh, somewhere in Bendigo. He's just moved here and he's just uploaded this status uh, last night. Just moved back to Bendigo. And looking for household items as I don't have much, etc. Any help would be appreciated. Fair enough, Jeremy. Jeremy feeling. Jeremy feeling. <laughs> so he's getting. A f- he got a few hits. Got one like on the post, and he had about sixteen comments. Um, Nadia's offered Finney's in town is very cheap, and is a factory outlet or sport or spotlight. Otherwise, there are department stores. K thanks replies Jeremy. Then Sandy chimes in. Do you need a bed? As I have a double bed with some sheets if you want. Jeremy says, I need the sheets, but I have a bed, thanks. <laughs> uh, one hour later, 
he comments on the same thing. Actually, how much is the bed? <laughs> As I only have a sofa bed. Please message me. She goes, you can have it. It's sturdy and clean. <laughs> he goes, um, yeah, rightio. Can you drop off? <laughs> Please. Uh, and then this other bird, Joe, bobs in and goes, I have some towels I'm happy to give to you and a box of cutlery. And he goes, yes, please. Can you drop off, please? Are you related to Danny? <laughs> yes, I'm it's her also, mom. It's also Ancestry.com. <laughs> oh, you got to see this. He's like, yeah, um, I can drop off. Okay, I'm friends with your daughter. Um, can you text me or message me, please? And then they share, they're sharing their numbers on Benny I Have You Say, which I would not recommend doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two people's phone numbers. So anyway, poor old Jezza, he's having a rough time. Uh, sounds like he's got himself a new bed and some sheets. Apparently they're clean. This person's told him. And sturdy. <laughs> sturdy. So we thought, well, we'll go into the marketplace and see what other things he can get cheap. What do you got for us, Dolph? Well, there's, this is a wanted to buy. So this bloke has written, wanted to buy cheap laptop. Laptop willing to pay one dollar and it must be in good working <laughs> condition. I do not reckon you're going to get many one dollar working laptops, but good try. No, tell him he's dreaming. What else you got for us? Um, this is a pretty good one actually. Twenty five bucks for ten Beyblades, three top rip cords plus arena pickup made in gully. Yeah, bugger sleeping on a sturdy bed. It has investing in those exactly if he wants to be a bit of fun. Um. This is my personal favourite, easily. <laughs> Although not free, this guy wants a hunt. So anyone that plays golf, well, you don't even have to play golf. Just, you know, those like pretty much the worst type of buggy that you can get. So like the do- buggies you can hire from the golf yes, place. Yeah, but they're not even the, like the real sturdy metal ones. Like They're worse than them. They're like literally the most basic fold down. They look like a half fold down deck chair and it's old and like ruined. They probably, I got one from the tip no, like a month ago and used that and it would be better than this. This bloke wants a hundred bucks for a golf buggy. It's in working order and it's pickup only, and it literally looks horrible. Yeah, no, it looks very, very weathered, and I think he's absolutely bloody dreaming. Um, and this one is also a good one. My last one. Yeah, last one. Oh, so, this, weird. this is good in light of the uh, what's it, the last dance? The last dance, but That's... another goat in his own time. Um, rising to the occasion, LeBron James has a little bit of wear on the goal, but it still has its shine. I'm in Bendigo. It's a LeBron James card, like literally just a card that says Rookie of the Year on the back of it. And he wants $300 for it. What a f- moron. And it's not, it's like, it's not older and it like, it doesn't even look, it literally looks like worse than a footy card that you get out of the, out of the mail. There's, um, yeah, he's never selling that. Uh, does he not even collect basketball cards? Yeah, I've, I've never, <laughs> I've heard, never of heard of that. I've never heard of that. There's, there's some great stuff. Like, he can get some catnip, two to, two pots left, five bucks <laughs> off the marketplace we're on now. Um, ooh, quick buy. Need gone today, table and chairs, 70 bucks. I think that's out of his price range. Free double bed head. Hang on a minute. Right. Double bed head, free to pick up. They'll go nice with his sturdy bed. So... I oh, know, there's plenty... We might, yeah, we might post, send a few things to him. If you've got anything that you're willing to give up for him, that'd think, be good. But We're having a little bit of a brainwave here. I think next week what we'll do is we'll set each other a budget, maybe, yep. and we'll go onto the marketplace and we'll pretend to buy a few things and we'll see who has... Who can get we'll the best... We'll have a debate on what the best buy is. Who can get a bit, the best stuff for 20 bucks? If you have anything... 
that's very funny or, or not worth any money or very overpriced or any of the above, <laughs> please send them in to us because it is very, very humorous when people think that they're going to make money out of literally junk. Well, we made, actually on a side note, my housemates and I, we last winter made $450 off the Coles Minis. Have I told you about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. But at least they're like a collectible like, and people actually want them. But like that golf buggy, 100 bucks. You can buy one brand new. Yeah, he, he, for, he, yeah. I'm going to look up brand new golf buggies right now. Now, there's no way known he will ever sell that for $100. <laughs> I'm prepared to... It's got no likes, no comments. I'm prepared to put all my valuables on it. Except no squares, please don't buy, the, um, buy it now. Out of spite for me. I don't think people are going to spend... Brand new golf buggies cost... They'd be about 200 bucks, I reckon. Like... Oh, hang on. They can't be... But, but this is like the most oldest basic one that you can get. It doesn't... I doubt it's even branded. It's just plastic. $20 for... Oh, that's a hand warmer. <laughs> 260 200, Yeah, but look at that. That's like whiz-bang, top of the range. Yeah. Yep. Damien, so mate, you are absolutely dreaming. You will here never go, sell here that. Here we go. Look, here's one that junior. This looks exactly like it. But 50, better, like fifty nine dollars new and a better model for fifty nine dollars, brand new, free shipping. Yeah, uh, Damien, take a hike, mate. Drop her off at the tip. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a TV. You wouldn't steal a jumper from Kickons. You wouldn't keep money from a friend. You wouldn't not return a favour. Josh Square Debt Collectors are here to help. Rightio Squares, another episode or another segment of debt collecting. So, long story short, um, at university, Geordie Elkington took my um, a doona off my bed, a nice duck-down expensive doona, and took it to a uh, 21st or 18th to sleep in a swag and left the doona there and lost it and then bought me this absolute crap, like $5 doona, from Target and reckons that she paid me back and still refuses that she I'm out of pocket about 300 bucks because of the doona. So I'm going to ring her up and ask her about it. But she never answers her phone. So I messaged her and just said that I needed to call her about something soon. Is she available? Because I wanted to make sure she answered. And she said, yes, call now. And I said, I was having tea, so I couldn't. And it's nothing bad. And she said, I have butterflies. I'm so excited. I'm going to a friend's house for dinner, but I'll still answer the phone. And I said, sounds good. So she's Getting built up, thinking it's going to be something very good, and she's going to find out that I still want the doona back. It is something. It's it's very important to us. It is, <laughs> and I actually feel a bit bad about doing this. So sorry, Geordie, when you hear this episode or when you find out, but I have to do it. I'm nervous. Yeah, she's not gonna answer. She's out for dinner. Hey. Hello. G- Gordo, how you going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. What's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh, having dinner at a friend's house and waiting for you to call. That's mm. all. Nice, nice. Yeah. What's going on with you? No, not much. Not much at all, really. I just, yeah, I had to tell you something, so I thought it would be. I'll ring you up and tell you in per- over the phone. Um, before you tell me, did you say that I was thinking some single fins on the weekend? 
Yeah, I did see that actually. You are kind of yeah. You are you are pretty much famous on Josh Squared now because of that. Yeah, thanks. I actually didn't have a seat. I'm a bit of a phony, but, you know, I just wanted to get on the gram and see if you could get sponsored. Is that the deal that you're trying to get, like, a sponsor? Yeah, basically. They're sending us some free merch, so they're pretty big in WA, so they don't really want a bar of us, but we're trying our best. We've got local sponsors in Bendigo, but we're trying to go Australia-wide. You're trying to go national? Yeah, trying to go national, yes. But um, what I needed to tell you was you'll be very excited is... I'm nervous. Yeah, so am I. I'm holding on to the stairs. <laughs> I feel so bad now. Well, you're actually on Josh Squared because I'm ringing you up because you still owe me a new doona that you took that time and you bought me that shit doona. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm de- ringing up for debt collect. Oh, bloody hell. I thought you were pregnant or you didn't get oh, it. Oh, you, you thought I was pregnant? Chelsea, obviously, you ding dong. Yeah, well, that's what I was hoping to do. But anyway, you owe me, you still do owe me that tuna. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm going to order my Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> ruined my night. You're, so, you're, you're famous now. In all fairness, jo- in all fairness Jordy, Duff's had a pizza and a, he's just eating a pizza and a half, so he does look like he's pregnant, <laughs> if that's any consolation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew I'd get you to us and she'll think that it's something big because you believe oh, anything. You. <laughs> and you've just oh, pumped yeah. yourself and you've just told her all the squares that you're a phony and you didn't have a sip that's also recorded as well. <laughs> oh, you can't air that. Yes, we can. It's, it, it, it's it our show. I don't want to... I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out when I get a good Duna back, not a $5 <laughs> one from Target. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what it was like. You and I, we were struggling back then. <laughs> I was struggling more when I didn't have a doona. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right well, up. I've had enough. Yeah, I'm going back to my dinner. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, we can. We will not. We won't air this as long as she gets you a new doona. That's fair. Yeah, and then we'll so she's got it. about two days to get it to her. <laughs> from Melbourne. Yeah, from Melbourne. <laughs> so and she we don't have two dollars to spare, so I guess we're gonna air it. Yeah, bad luck, Geordie. Bad luck, George. G'day, Tommy Dunham. How you going, mate? Yeah, not good, Josh. My house has just been broken into. Been broken into, mate. You're joking? No, nah, broken into. Everything's gone, mate. I've got the perfect setup for you. Go and see Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. That's Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. Not the, not the fast bowler for Australia, but the big, young, strapping Ecotech warrior. They'll sort you out, mate. They uh, specialise in sparkiness and also installing security systems. Go hit them up. Bloody oath. I'll be right there. On your boys. <laughs> Me. First mystery word, Doofy boy, your word is bandana. 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 Oh, Jesus. Okay, can I This is John speaking. G'day, mate. How you going? Good, yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, I'm just after, um, it's like a hat sort of thing. Uh, do you guys sell hats? Hats? Yeah. We do sell hats? Yeah, um, I'm after, sure. uh, yeah, it's not a hat. I ride a motorbike. And I want to yeah. wear, and I want to wear, um, 
It, they normally go on your head, but I want to wear one like over my face. Do you know what they're called? Uh, I don't. So I can give it a look roughly. Yeah, that'd be good, thanks. Oh. Could you start the coffees, Karen, please? Good on Could you, you Karen. Good on you, Kaz. No. It, they're like, so it's like, oh, it starts with B, oh, B or something. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, they wear, like, people wear them on their heads and you tie them up at the back, but you can, I've seen people wear yeah, them on their face. Do you know what they're called? Uh, like when you put under like a helmet. Yeah, sort of. That like covers your head and your face and that. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um. Yeah, what's it called? Is it Balaclava or something? How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Oh no, not a, no. It's not a Balaclava. It's like a Balaclava though. But people normally wear them on their heads, like um. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> what's it called? No, we don't have we don't have any of those here. So sorry. Do you know what they're called, though? So if I ring up another joint, I can ask them. No, I won't have a clue, sorry. It's like balaclava, but they... Oh, you know what I mean? And they tie them up at the back. Heaps of, like, over in America, they wear them, like, the Crips and Bloods and that. You know? Yeah. Come on, you know? <laughs> it starts... Oh, it's like balaclava, but it's not. Just for your head. And they have, like, different prints and that on them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I wouldn't have a clue what they're called, though, sorry. Oh, no, nah, no worries. All good. Alright, bye. Right, it's out. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you have done? I oh, know, I thought that was a perfect explanation. Yeah, I put that goes, on the. He goes, Balaclava. A or whatever you call it. I thought that was good. Oh, well, fail. I lose. Giz is up next. Yeah, we've got a special guest on. Uh, second week in a row, we've kept our guest, we've kept our guest going. So, um, Gizza, over to you, mate. Thanks, boys. Is your word is musk sticks like the lolly? You're having a bit of trouble saying that word, mate. <laughs> musk sticks. Oh, oh, sorry, it's not as much trouble as Bull Good evening, Brazzabin. Sorry, I'm sorry, Jenna speaking. G'day, Jenna, how are you going? Good. What can I do for you? I've just, um, I've actually just finished dinner and I'm looking for, for something to have for dessert. I've got quite the sweet tooth uh, and I've got my heart set on uh, those pink chalky sticks. They're like a candy. Uh, do you know what those ones are called? Yeah, correct. That's it. Um, how much? How many of those do you have in stock? We don't have them, I don't think. Oh, that is heartbreaking, Jenna. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're usually like a milk bar thing. Yeah, okay. So, um, do, have you got any recommendations um, of milk bars that I could uh, possibly go to and, and, and access some musk sticks? Probably not tonight. Um, I think the ones that you're actually specifically talking about are the big bosses. Oh, um, are they the same thing, Musk like, Sticks and Big Bosses? No, so the Big Bosses are a caramel flavour. Okay. They're longer and thicker. Yeah. And the Musk Sticks are brighter pink. <laughs> I what I can recommend to you is I'm pretty sure um, in the home brand section of like IGA and Coles and actually I'm pretty sure Coles sells Big Bosses actually from memory. But do they sell Musk Sticks? <laughs> yes. Oh, wonderful. So most of them in their home brand sell musk sticks. Do you know if so there's any other... like brand of lollies, it'll be home brand lollies. Yeah. Like do, you... Lollies and do, you know if there's... do you know if there's a, another better brand, like one that's a bit swankier than home brand? Um, no, I think, I think that they're all pretty, pretty stock standard, actually. All right. No, that's, that's awesome, Jenna. Thank you. You've been so helpful. I really appreciate that. Well, I hope you can find what you're after and I know what it's like to have a sweet tooth and be looking for something in particular. <laughs>
Thanks, Jenny. I'm quite you... a sweet tooth. <laughs> nah, look, it's it's good. It's yeah, good to speak to another fellow sweet tooth. You enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> you too, buddy. Thank Have you. Cheers. <laughs> Please, why don't you marry her? Why don't marry her? Gab, you're right. Oh, oh, mate, that was. And if it's a girl, I'm thinking of. There's a few there that are that are up in, up in girls. <laughs> Oh god, that, that was, was good. And she got it. She obviously is a sweet tooth. She knew. <laughs> good descriptive. Chalky gave it away right here. Uh, yeah. Well done, Giz. Yeah, well, well done, Giz. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> One up on me. <laughs> oh, um, I have a joke. Yes. yes. Um, what's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world? The funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world. Yes. Perhaps your nose. Oh, no. Nah. It's time for Joke of the Week! Right, righty-o, Joke of the Week time. We're going to call Justin. It's Monday night, so we're hoping to catch him off guard a bit. Justin Williams Podiatry. Because he normally doesn't... Um, doesn't start trying to research them or think of them until Wednesday, so we're going to try and catch him off guard. And the person he puts on, we might also catch off guard too, so... Here we go. What's going on? Josh Squared, how are we? Yeah, good. I thought it was going to be Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I did say a bit earlier in the week. We're, we're just getting ahead of schedule here, so I hope we haven't put you on the spot. Have you researched yeah. anything yet? Uh, no, not quite, but I reckon I'll be able to get something. Righto. <laughs> um... Right, oh. No, actually, I do have something. I've got um, two good ones. Oh, oh two. Two. Double right, yeah, double, two. Double up for a Monday, then. Two quick flyers. Right, um, Now I've forgotten them. <laughs> <laughs> far, far away. Come on. No, nah, nah, right, oh. So I um, I met the, the mailman at the door the other day, and I was completely naked. And I don't know what freaked him out more. The fact that I was completely naked... Or the fact that I knew where he lived. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good. Nice. And, um... Rightio. In fact, very good joke this week, Justin. Well done. Who are you putting yeah, on that, Joke of the Week? It's one creepy postman. <laughs> joke of the Week? Uh, who am I going to nominate? Yeah. Um... I don't... Oh, Bryce Kerno. Oh, <laughs> good one. The Duck Man. A former, a former square, the Duck Man. I'll ring him up now. He's full of them. He's got heaps. Righto. You better have them. Righto. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Well done. Nice. See you, mate. See if you need your foot fixed, go see JW Podiatry. Righto. We'll head straight into it. Straight to the duck man. He'll think I want something because I only ever ring him up. Well, I do want something from him. <laughs> I only ever ring him up if I want to borrow something or want him to do something for me. So this will be very funny. He's a big square too. Massive square. Big table square. Josh the Duck Man, it's Josh Squared, how you going? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What do you mean, oh no? Hey, you get up a joke, get up a joke. <laughs> yes, you've been put on Joke of the Week by Justin Williams and he said you're absolutely full of them too. Mate, he's full of shit, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I literally, I'm not even kidding you. I was listening last week and I said, 
Amy, why would you answer his phone call? I said, I said. <laughs> last week, I said, I can guarantee you Justin uh, will, will stitch me up here. And I haven't even thought about it until just now. But well, why would you answer? Because I said to Josh before I rang, I, I said, he said he'll get... He'll, he'll, I said, I only ever ring him if I want something from him. And I technically, yeah, I do I want... Say, I was about to answer, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Well, you've got to think of a joke. You've got 10 seconds. Ten seconds, Jesus! Do you want ratings on your show? I've got some pretty average ones. Yeah, well, it's average is funny as long as it's not as long as it's not um. We are average Joe's. As long as it's PG. Well, average Josh. I got taught. I got taught this from a young kid the other day. It was uh, what do you call it if you, you put your grandpa in the freezer? What popsicle? <laughs> and that's about all you get. <laughs> very good. Very good. Oh. Just annoying. Uh, I wish I had more. He, uh, and he was really angry with you boys because he had this monkey joke, which he told me about a week before. He rang me especially for it. And then when he put him on the show, it cut out. And he was human. Oh, yeah. We couldn't, yeah, we couldn't hear it. But, yeah, his phone cut out. Punch, I, I listened to the episode and literally the punchline that dropped out and he was fuming yeah I know shocking and now oh well you, that was your one time to shine never right. again well done Bryce Mate, you've officially you've got the famous you've got the title you've currently got the title of worst joke <laughs> so far <laughs> Josh Grant <laughs> joke of the week uh, best 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 uh, food that I've cooked, and then worst joke. Yeah. Well done, well done, Billy Brownless. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, all right. Thanks, Bill. Uh, good work, Bryce. Good work, Duck. Yeah, uh, very good. Popsicle. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, you really got put on the spot. That's yeah. the best thing about it is putting people on the spot. Yeah, they crumble. Well done, Duck, and well done, Justin. Hey, Doofy boy. Yeah. Want to go to the cafe? Nah, I'm all good. All good? Funny you say that because Adam and Eve is all good. They am talking all good pet friendly. I'm talking all good food. I'm talking all good smoothies and juice. And best of all, all good coffee. Damn straight. So head down and see Breezy at Adam and Eve Cafe in Quarry Hill. It's an excellent food, great coffee. An awesome atmosphere and is a proud sponsor of Josh Squared. Love you, Breezy. Rightio Squares, unfortunately the end of another show. A very great show again. Um, lots of fun doing it. We've um, had lots of fun the last few ones we've done. It is very enjoyable. and Gizzo, what a man. What, what a man, man Giz. And it's great being getting interactive with the Squares too with Joke of the Week and Debt Collect. And all the rest of it. And our sort of new segment, the um, what can we buy off Betty say <laughs> and roast people on um, Buy, Swap and Sell is something I also really enjoy. But some very exciting news. We have another sponsor yes, on board. Yes, we do. We do. We big have fridge. A, the big fridge. Big friggy Pridham. Bruce Pridham. So he's a big square. He uh, the, All the Pridhams are actually. Bonnie and Lily and Molly and Sally. Um, Brucey, the whole Pridham family, uh, really get on board with Josh Squared. Brucey's followed for a while. He's uh, got a Josh Squared hat that he wears in the summer in the truck, and then in the winter he's wearing the Josh Squared beanie. And we approached him about a sponsorship, and he's come on board with uh, Big Boy Bins. 
big so boy bins. If you're a tradie, you would have seen them around um, at the new all the new houses as well as in town. There's a few as well. The big red bins. No finer way to dispose of your waste squares. There no is no finer way. way. So we're just in the pipe works at the moment, organising um, an ad for big boy bins as we love to do. So we'll have that next episode. But yes, tradies out there or any businesses that need skip bins, he does great rates. I know and. Um, he can deliver them pretty much anywhere, pick them up and take them away anywhere within Bendigo, and Bendigo region. So it's great to have big boy bins on board for a few big boys. Exactly right. And on top of that, you know, what separates a big big boy bin hire from the other ones is that you're dealing with the great man in the fridge and uh, he'll look after you. Great man to have a chinwag with. He'll chew the fat. And uh, he's been a mentor of mine through uni and uh, high school. So he, he's the most overqualified bin delivery <laughs> driver ever. I'm pretty sure he's a doctor. He's a doctor of education, I'm pretty sure. So he was head of education when we were at uni. So now he's had a sea change. But get around the great man. He's absolute legend. So if you need to, big boy bins, give him a call. Yeah, love it. Uh, good work, Fridge. Good work, big boys. Uh Duffy, got a shout out, mate? Uh, yes, I want to shout out to uh, Nath Ryan. So as you'll see, oh, as you'll see um, this week, or this month, sorry, lots of people have been doing the uh, 50Ks for MND. So you had to run or walk 50Ks for the month. And Nath Ryan is, is unbelievable and a great effort. 500Ks he's done. And I'm pretty sure he did it like two or three days early. So it averages out to be about 20Ks a day I worked out. Worked out. Absolutely remarkable. And... That's huge. So he, I know he's still his fundraiser's still going. So if you want to donate to MND, um, get on board that because that is a massive achievement. He was on the news for it. He um he's a great man, Nath Ryan, um, caliber boy, and for a great cause. And yeah, it's just a great effort. So I want to give him a uh, give him a shout out for the five hundred k. So well done, Nath. Yeah, no, well done, Nath. Doing it in pretty sharp time too. Talking to Sleazy McSleazy, he was telling me that he was doing about four thirty. Sort of pace, which is good going if you're pumping out 500 a month. Um, I'll tip my hat off to you. So. Well, I don't reckon I've done 500 in my life. That's, yeah, remarkable. Um, look, my shout out on a far less serious note, although those in the Call of Duty um, sort of <laughs> uh, area of life would appreciate this. Um, and it's a bit, uh, it's a bit, it happened a couple of weeks ago, but I still want to bring it out, bring it up. Um, big shout out to uh, Monster Island. Uh, off Doss Gillingham and Scraney Dempster uh, pulled off our first Warzone Battle Royale victory. Very hard to do. Yes, yeah, so I have heard about that actually. Very hard to do. And uh, yeah, we got the W. And then on top of that, I want to shout out to those boys again because I wasn't a part of this, but they actually won another Warzone lady on the track, only registering one kill as a team. And that was a Gulag kill, which. Most of you probably don't know what that means, but anyone that does know what that means, very laughable. Uh, and basically, the, all the other people left on the map died from gas, um, the poisonous gas. So, so they went, they camped. They, they camped. They camped, dogs. They just full nuffied it, and uh, I love them for it. But yeah, it was such an adrenaline rush, so shout out to those boys. I'm um, glad you've, given, you've chosen to give a shout out to yourself. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just right back in me cod <laughs> since I've been in isolation, and uh, yeah, getting back to tapping into my inner roots of being a gamer. So, nah, good work, lads. Um, and yeah, that's about all we've got time for. That's it. So enjoy, enjoy yourselves this weekend and look after you, mates. Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy.